0: Holy cow, it's 2024. Um, we have a lot we can talk about, but my mind is blown this morning by this Rabbit R1.
1: I saw the link. I have watched it. Did you watch the uh, the keynote? Yeah, the whole thing. Is it not exactly what we've spoken about before? But The one thing I've got is uh, uh, it's probably not going to be as groundbreaking. It's not going to replace laptops or anything like that, but it is one step closer to Star Trek style stuff, right? we I love, but I always wondered why they don't have proper laptops and things in Star Trek, but because you don't
0: need to, you've got this voice you can speak to, why would you want an app and a like all this stuff to look up and search like search is, is ridiculous the, all that, that whole interface, and I have this debate with you, Pat, I think you know, the whole visual, interface. I think we landed up in a good medium, I'm not sure, middle ground.
2: This is re um, re uh prompted me for some some things of why I don't put some issues I have with this interface but yeah I can see why it's compelling but I've I've never really been on, I've never really been like wow when I see like a Star Trek style thing I've never really gone oh I want that so okay so just just for context for everyone
0: go check out the uh, rabbit r1 product it is it's like a handheld slightly square looking phone thing
2: kind of retro but kind of modern
0: retro modern it's got a it's got a camera it's got a screen, although it's a fairly smallish screen, and it's got a scroll bar, it just goes up and down, and a button to push to talk. So you don't need to say, you know, hey, Google, hey, Siri, you just push the button and talk into it. Uh, presumably, like I'd pair that with um, the bone conduction earphones, so you can just sort of uh, be hearing its audio response all the time without others hearing the response. Um, and uh, it, it, they're selling this thing, they launched it today, I think it ships in March or April, I think for one ninety nine amazing price. It's going to be a phenomenal device if it if it comes true. But uh, the interface is dramatically different. There, there are no apps. There's no, you know, there's none of the classical stuff you're used to with a phone. It is simply talk to the device and it will talk back or sometimes give you some visuals on the screen.
2: And the visuals are really compelling, I, I thought.
0: Yeah. What, what, are your, what do you think the deficiencies are, Pat? Like, what do you, like this. This is sort of what we talked about before. What, what What are the challenges with this mode?
2: It's not deficient. Like I think this stuff should be made. But my concern. Two main concerns are one, uh, like monopolies. So if I search for hotels or search for flights or whatever, if it's so, if it's sort of suggesting like this one integration, this one company that it's chosen to integrate with, because the whole sort of thing Experiences removing friction. I don't want to go step by step by step, click UI buttons. I just want to ask for something and have it go. Bing, it's already here. Yeah, I don't want to choose
0: between ten different airlines. I just want to pick for me.
2: Yeah. So my concern there is, well, if you don't have that choice, then you're just putting all the power into the someone. Some you have to choose someone. So does that someone become a monopoly?
1: But the AI around that would actually should be able to go. I just want to fly with Qantas. You know or alaska airlines or one of those sorts of things or give me the cheapest so whatever your criteria is it should pay for that. It, could, it could simply ask you yeah which which airline do you want to fly with do you care
2: but those demos aren't showing that so then that starts to water down the whole experience being so slick where it's having to ask you hey did you care about price hey did you care about this and sure like you could you could learn that over time but that's not what's being shown in this sort of pitch
0: I think that's a very valid concern, Pat. Because my suspicion is, if it's only one ninety nine, how else are they making money, and are they connecting to only one airline to, uh, and getting some sort of kickback,
2: doing some sort of deal? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you, yeah, it's like the iPhone did uh, partner with AT and T, um, and and so they sort they both sort of compromised to because. Um, normally mobile phone providers want to put all their stickers and install default apps and do all this like sort of crap to gunk up the interface, but they're all sort of willing to take, take that on the chin to get that exclusive deal. So the other concern is probably more like philosophical is more like, um, I see this stuff as like a bit of a consensus machine. And so if I ask a particular fact about history, or anything it's sort of having to come up with a consensus so you, you just oh, okay who won world, world war who won world war Two, or some whatever question you have who's wrong about the gaza strip or whatever it is it has to come up with some answer and there's no nuance there there's no back and forth it's this very like i'm asking someone and it's come up with the answer and i go oh yes that's the answer
0: and and what you what you miss out is the here are the all the people arguing one side here are the people arguing the other side here's all the outstanding questions here's all the ambiguity here's that's right which you would see if you if you type that into google you'd
1: see all that I think google is actually the perfect analog for what's right and wrong and all the hurdles it's going to have i don't think it's actually like, I think it's easy to pick out on on the bad things on the first product run, right. But you know, but the concept is, you know, will, will it find a place, you know, it probably will, right. And if not, it'll inspire that in other bigger platforms. But like, what Google does is the same thing, right? You type in your search, you know, you know, who won particular war, and then you're going to get a set of results of which people click on the first one or two, and it's got its little summaries at times. And, and you go, that's the same deal, right? The only difference is speaking
2: but 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 that got games like seo is just a uh, noise and just crap and people try to game the system and you saw as you saw during COVID, or just more recently governments and stuff try to get you know hey you can't spread misinformation and you're being a real-time historian and you're going this is misinformation this is not and here's this maybe almost here's the consensus view and you're doing that like in real time almost and that that I think is sort of there's a trade off to doing that you know sure i might agree with some of that sense of what they decide to do some of the time but there's there's a risk there
1: and i think i think what they had what they demonstrated was actually quite good was it's focused more on the action side of things of doing things right so if it's like uh you know like ordering the uber was the example you know or and and changing it to suit their circumstances good use case, right? And actually, rather than just trying to predict information like regular, you know, LLMs are trying to do, but actually tack on that actual actions and those sort of things, it's a good paradigm to sort of focus on and get a bit further ahead on. I kind of like that.
2: And and there's consensus machines that already work, like a classic example of a consensus, I'm just coming up with this term, um, is Wikipedia wikipedia is a consensus machine you literally go to an article on the gaza strip or whatever and you can go to the discussion area and there'll be like this flame war you know all this back and forth of what you know this particular sentence is going to be and so on but then you come to this consensus with the here's the introduction paragraph here's the topics that we're going to talk about here's the controversies but if you try and so that can work i think but it sort of requires that community aspect maybe or i don't know but also this this AI thing is trying to boil it down a Wikipedia article to like one sentence. it's like, well, then yeah, that nuance is gonna sort of start to get lost, I think.
0: Yeah, I think those two concerns you raised are absolutely valid. The consensus machine is a concern, the monopolistic tendencies or, or you know, path that could go down are very much a concern. I was just mostly captivated by, put all that aside, you could always take the LLM out of it take that i was just captivated by the simplicity of the design and the the medium of communication i, I just love that uh, i think the future of us talking to machines is going to be literally that us talking to the machine and hearing the machine in our, ear, in, our in our ears without others hearing it like we already have the tech to do and uh, and occasionally seeing a display on some panel of some something that requires a display to show a table or some chart or something
2: yeah the, the interface dissolves and then it's you talk to the computer literally and then the computer talks to you literally we don't have the sort of stuff in the middle like uis and even you know direct manipulation of touch screens
0: now my hot hot pick and i don't know if this is what they've done i suspect it's not uh, i mean they claim that their their ai responds a lot faster i think that's just the path um, of the development that you know these LLMs are taking they're all going to just be faster and better over time but uh, did they package the entire thing to ship on the device and execute on device? They could have done that. The tech's nearly there to do that. In fact, it is there to do that. Um, they may have done it, or they may have left it centralized somewhere in the cloud. Uh, what's, what my hot pick is, is that in the future, at some point, whenever we cross that threshold, we will all have our own one that will run our own on our own device, and it will not be a centralized thing. It, it's just... There's too much opportunity for individual actors to, uh, to, you know, to basically get their AI, to have the nuance and preferences that they care about rather than the general central take on the
2: world. Shouldn't this be open source then? Like this thing's trying to be a platform. Like it's trying to be, it, you could literally see the keynote was very Apple and like modern keynote style, like shouldn't. Does it, should it be open source to be more like that? Or you just think there'll be lots of competition. There'll be Yeti, AI, rabbit AI, dog AI. Like there'll be all these competitors and, yeah, I mean,
0: you know, should it be, or shouldn't be is, is a difficult one. I think philosophically, I think open will win in the long-term over closed. Um, so whether it starts out that way or not, I, I can't tell you, but it would be great if it was open, uh, but I think long-term open will win, uh, but there will be. Uh, you know, I think we will all be running our own uh, rabbit, you know, in our in our pocket rather than separate ones, and I think they will be independent. Um, closer to that movie, Her. I don't know if you saw. I saw that from a few years ago, mm-hmm. where they'll be, they'll there, maybe they all start at the same place. They all started off the base model, but then they they got trained or taught differently by
1: our preferences and our data. The fact that the guy had a strong Asian accent and it understood him everything that I've ever used doesn't understand a word I say. <laughs> right? Like Siri is the most useless feature. Like just rip it out totally for me because it doesn't understand a word I say. Oh,
2: Siri's horrendous, but um, I like the little, I like the little character. I like the little rabbit and I'm pretty sure like it's ears perked up when I was listening and like it had a bit of personality. I thought that was really well done. Give me a
1: play date. I don't know if you guys remember that. Like you know, analogy things, right? Like scroll wheels, almost like a fidget spinner. Um, yeah, th- those those things are actually really useful. You know, like it's very like it's hard to reinvent certain things that are just pristine and perfect. Like a volume knob is just perfectly designed.
0: That's right. I mean, the design is was just really really practical. You know, just just scroll up and down.
1: Those things just scroll up and down.
0: Yeah, you don't need to say, "Hey, hey Siri," just push the button. Because you're going to talk to it, you've got it in your hand, push the button.
2: Will you? Because will you carry, I've seen some people ask, will you carry this and a phone? I I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would imagine if it was me, no, I would want this to be my phone as well. And I haven't obviously seen it in person yet, but it, it would have to be good enough to also be my phone.
2: Would you be willing to remove some of the complexity of your phone? Like if this stuff added some phone features but couldn't do everything an Android phone could do, would you be? They they didn't demo
0: it today, but if this thing also uh, let me review my email and my calendar and send messages and whatever, I would literally replace my phone with this.
2: Even if it could not install like Play Store apps?
1: 100%.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm sort of ready for something
1: never replace my phone because i don't use it for those things right I, I use it for browsing the internet right and that's a visual medium right one of my primary senses is hopefully being able to see if, if i remember my glasses right um and you know watching youtube watching netflix those sorts of things you can't do that sort of stuff for you right it's a it's a doing thing right it's good for actions and doing stuff that part it can replace off my phone but i don't use that a lot on my phone anyway. I mean, maybe this generation, I'm not
0: sure what the screen's like, but I imagine it absolutely could show me a YouTube video. or
2: And it, and surely you'd just be able to ask it, hey, can you pirate this video that's on Netflix and it'll just download the torrent for you.
1: <laughs> I like my Netflix, man. <laughs> I like a big screen. I'm one of the rare people who still uses a TV. <laughs> what? My, God, my kids never use the TV.
0: I don't think my kids know what free-to-air TV is.
1: The funniest thing that ever happened was seeing my son come home, right? He's like 16, sits down and asks to be shown how to use the TV. <laughs> oh, I probably haven't told you, Patrick, but uh, my kids once found a um, Walkman in my drawer, right? And he spent ages, he goes, I need these sort of batteries. go yeah." And he, so he sat down as a activity to work it out and he did but he came in he goes i got it working but it's kind of broken i try to skip to the next track and it only goes like a little bit because he hadn't worked out how fast forward and rewind worked with tapes Uh... why would they invent that this is the stupidest thing ever